welcome back everybody i am Brittany, your church girl here in this real world just want to talk about a couple of things that's been going on it's been a minute since i've been here but i wanted to make sure that you guys knew that i'm still out here we still living in this real world and life is real let me tell you uh, but today i wanted to talk about one of the quintessential church girls aretha franklin I uh, recently went and saw the movie Respect, uh, which dropped at the end of August. I actually saw the movie twice. Um, that's how moved I was by it and and how um, much I really, really enjoyed the movie. So, spoiler alert, this is somewhat of a review episode of the movie and giving some of my thoughts uh, in reference to some of the themes that were displayed in the movie. Um, so the movie starts off, well, actually the movie only goes up until like from birth or when she was younger till 1972, which is about the span of her major, major hits. The, the span of time that she really got her, uh, career off the ground and, and really started going, um, for those who may not know everything or not everything, but who may not know a lot about Aretha Franklin other than the song R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Um, Aretha was the daughter of C.L. Uh, Franklin, who was a really big uh, pastor in Detroit and uh, very well known throughout uh, the United States. Um, at the, the peak of his ministry during the, I would probably say like the fifties and sixties. Um, and so the movie depicts, um, his influence throughout the, um, throughout culture, um, just even more so like locally knowing a lot of celebrities and, and Aretha growing up around that type of atmosphere. Um, so, you know, they had, um, such Clara Ward, um, who else? Mahalia Jackson. It was a couple other names that were really big that she grew up around. What I thought was interesting, uh, particularly in the beginning of the movie was a depiction of the, what this prominent pastor, uh, being very, social and engaging in things that the, you know, church proper would have shunned, you know, drinking and a lot of things going on at the time in his home uh, on Sunday evenings. Um, and so there were, um, it alluded to a couple of different things that kind of made you like kind of raise an eyebrow, kind of like, hmm, I didn't, okay. Um, but it was interesting to see the authenticity of some of the things that were going on in that time. It also pulled the curtain back on the reality of some of the things that go on now that people that some of the things that, let me restate it gave, it pulled the curtain back on the behind the scenes of what, church people, pastors, um, what their real life is like. Um, and oftentimes we hold 
pastors uh, and those in ministry, singers that are gospel singers on this pedestal. And we oftentimes take a, we dehumanize them in terms of uh, we think that they're a God and and they are held to this different standard, Um, which they are. But it's also not to negate that they are fleshly beings and and they too have desires and and we sin because we're all flesh. Um, And so the beginning of the movie depicts some of those things, some of those actions. And it, and it made me think of how, um, uh, people will refer oftentimes refer to Christians as hypocrites because when we are on the pulpit or in front of people it's all hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, you know, condemning people, judging people. But then behind closed doors, we're drinking, cussing, smoking, doing the things and still wanting to hold other people to this expectation that we as Christians aren't living up to. And then even more so if you are someone in the church that holds an office. Um, and so, you know, oftentimes the the mantle or the weight of being a religious leader, a, a pastor, a preacher, um, takes on a different role, especially within the black community. Um, it is something that, um, yes, there is a level of expectation, but I think oftentimes that perception of what a pastor is or who they are can sometimes present expectations that are very hard to live up to. And in some ways are unrealistic and unfair to, hold to someone because nobody is perfect. That isn't saying that that gives you um, license to do and and live however you want, but it certainly oftentimes is, um, doesn't give room for a lot of grace. Other people want grace from pastors and preachers, but a lot of people don't give grace to the pastors and preachers. And so that was one theme in this movie that stood out from the jump in this movie. So this movie chronicles her life, um, the relationship with her father. Um, she was one of many in the movie it was at least two sisters and I think she had a brother I can't uh, recall fully Uh, but in the movie she it really shows her father taking um, a special liking in terms of seeing a gift in her and in some ways it could be perceived as exploiting that gift Um, he saw her gift and he, you know, of course, started off with it being in the church, but it then was identified as something that could lead to more uh, financial gain if she were to go and be and become a recorded artist. Um, Aretha being a church girl, for sure, growing up singing um, with her dad, he was she was kind of his sidekick on tour with him during the civil rights movement, wherever she went, wherever he went, she was with him singing and um, setting the atmosphere for his preaching engagements and things of that nature. And she started off as a little girl singing. I mean, she, she always had a voice and uh, being amongst those celebrities of the time, um, they even acknowledge that and they depict that in the movie as well. And as she goes and grows, um, there are 
it alludes to violations in term and violations uh, to her as a young girl. And even as I, you know, went and researched, she was violated as a young girl and became pregnant at the age of 12. Now they don't specifically say these things in the movie. They certainly allude to um, those moments in her life. Um, and to know that she was so young and she had two children very young. Um, and you know, just the, what that says in the black church culture and, um, you know, especially for her to be a quote unquote, uh, a PK and to have these children younger, but it was a different culture. And, you know, it, it was, it's a, it is a sad reality of the darker side of things that happen under the guise of church and people and, and culture and society. Um, and her being the daughter of a, you know, an acclaimed pastor, um, the, the movie alludes to those things as well. So to be known in the, in the public as this, uh, church girl who's singing for her dad and then to be at a young age, um, to have a child as a result of, you know, a violation to her, um, that's heavy, heavy things. And then it also talks, it also, um, depicts her losing her mother at a young age. I want to say like seven or eight, um, her mother dies. And so it was very devastating for her because her mother was someone that she really looked up to and the weight of that. So she loses her mother and then she's impregnated at a young age and then She's still navigating, trying to find who she is, what she wants to do. She knows she has this good voice. She knows she wants to sing. Um, and then to, in some ways, her father coming in and trying to, exp wanting to keep rain on her, but then wanting to exploit her. Um, that That is something else that um, oftentimes, well, not oftentimes, but that's a storyline that is seen in other gospel artists' um, stories. I think of the Clark sisters, not necessarily their mother exploiting them, but um, identifying a gift and then that gift being used for financial gain, but almost to the expense of exploiting the children or um, but trying to hold them to a church standard. But it, it so there's so many different layers to uh, that movie. So the movie progresses um, and her father is able to get her a, a record deal. Um, but this record deal, um, she was singing songs that were very classic, very nothing that you would associate with Aretha from Jump. So like jazz ballads, things like that, um, which spoke to the range and the diversity of Aretha's voice. Um, but it was not getting her the, um, acclaim that she wanted because it eventually stopped being what her father wanted and it became what she wanted. Now, although she always desired to sing her getting there initially was only going to come by her father the way that he wanted it to happen. And so she had to eventually get into a place where she, um, where she had to stand up for herself. Um, and she, you know, eventually 
you know, was able to make that separation from her father. Um, but in doing so, she eventually got caught up in like, although pursuing, although her musical career was doing great, her personal life was not. And so it, it talks, I mean, it, there's themes of domestic violence, there's themes of, um, substance abuse, um, throughout the movie and the role of Aretha Franklin was played by Jennifer Hudson. I thought that Jennifer Hudson in overall did a really good job at playing Aretha. There were some moments where I could hear uh, Jennifer Hudson kind of bleed through Aretha's voice, but um, you definitely could tell that Jennifer Hudson did her best to try to, um, sing and perform in the spirit of who Aretha was. Um, Jennifer Hudson says I was watching some of the other interviews and things like that. And when Jennifer Hudson was singing in the movie, she literally was singing live in that moment. So they were recording her singing live. Every time you saw her singing, that was her singing. That was her singing in the moment. Uh, she even learned how to play some chords and the piano, basic piano, um, to be able to fulfill that role. Um, and so I thought it was really interesting to see Jennifer Hudson change how she, her diction in terms of like when she was speaking, um, I felt like she sounded really like Aretha. And of course she can, Jennifer Hudson can sing, but it's still a difference in their voices. But I think Jennifer Hudson did a really, really good job at playing Aretha. Um, Marlon Wayans definitely surprised me in his role. He did a good job playing um, Aretha, one, I believe that was her first husband. And um, just to see the life of this girl, of this girl become a young lady, um, to become a woman, and to all, the movie shows her going to a very, very dark place. And the thing that, brings her out is her faith. And so there is a continual reminder that holding on to your faith, that there is, uh, you're sustained when you hold on to your faith, that you can overcome with your faith, that you can, um, all, you know, the train up the child the way that they should go. And when they're old, they're not depart from it. Yes, they may stray, but similar to the um, prodigal son, when they come to themselves, they know to come back to the father. And that was another overarching storyline for that movie. Uh, the movie wasn't you know, like overly churchy. I thought they did a very, very good job at being realistic and really telling the truth about her life. Um, and to the, it, it displayed to how a gift will make room for you and to how sometimes you have to be sure about who you are and be confident in who you are to stand up for what you know and what you believe. You may not necessarily have all the things right um, in the movie when Aretha was, you know, making a distinction of going out on her own and feeling like she needed to pursue her career the way that she wanted to, um, which was, 
in opposition to what her father was trying to tell her to do. Um, she went about it in a way that had a lot of other things that she had to deal with in terms of in this marriage and domestic abuse and things like that. But she knew that in order for her to go somewhere that she had to be free and be released from up under her father's opinions and his, um, and his rule and his, you know, what, whatever he wanted. Um, and then definitely overtones of the prodigal son in, in her wanting to leave and, and leaving and finding success, but still dealing with a lot of personal and, and uh, personal traumas that eventually allowed that forced her to come back home, but as a different person. And then to going out and, and, and getting to a low, low place, but in the midst of it all being reminded that it was her faith that was going to get her through. And I just really thought they did a great job from the music to the outfits, to the casting. I thought that through and through, it was just a beautifully done movie. Um, I thought it was very real and how it portrayed a lot of the realities, a lot of the um, people that were in her life. One of the the people uh, that is depicted in this movie is James Cleveland. And, you know, there are a lot of rumors and a lot of uh, speculations of who he was. And I did think that that was interesting who they chose to play him and how they depicted who he was. Um, but I thought that that relationship um, between Aretha and James Cleveland was very interesting. And, you know, it, it oftentimes people will say so much about the different taboos and, and the different stereotypes about church and, and what it means. Um, but God can use anybody anywhere. And, um, I thought that the relationship between Aretha and James Cleveland was very interesting in terms of how he was so supportive and how he was. Sometimes you just need a person who's going to remind you who you are in those moments when you feel weak and remind you of your faith. And I thought that he played that role um, very good. Um, so I loved Aretha and I would go see it a third time. Um, but I would definitely say that being a church girl in the, in the real world is a rough road. Um, you know, everybody's life is different. We may have similar, uh, experiences, but nobody's life is the same. But to know that regardless if you go to church, um, or if you don't, or if you play church or if you don't, that you still have to deal with real life issues and, um, to know that, Aretha still had hits, but her greatest hit out of all of them and her her best album was Amazing Grace, which was her church gospel album. And I think that says something, too, um, that when you acknowledge him and, you know, he he will bless the things that are your heart's desire. Now, we all stray. We all do things that we 
shouldn't do. Um, and we all make decisions that aren't bad and, you know, but he's able to work it out for good. And, and even in Aretha situation as a, as a young child and being violated, that's not something that, you know, um, she brought on herself. That was not her fault. And as a result of those violations, she had um, children out of those circumstances. And those are things that really could have taken her out. Those are things that in those low moments when life uh, got to her and her substance abuse got to a place where it was impacting her relationships with other people and impacting um, how she was living and and having unhealed traumatic wounds, um, how even in the midst, God was still showing up. He was still um, allowing her to use the gift that he gave her. And he doesn't let anything go to waste, even our hurt, even our pain, um, even when we have been misused and abused. He's a God that heals and he's a God that can bring reconciliation in a way that only he can. He's the only God that can give you peace in the midst of um, your circumstances that can seemingly feel like a low place. Um, but there's a song that says, if he has to reach way down, Jesus will pick you up. And that movie shows some of that as well. And so the movie of Aretha for me uh, was a reminder of how your faith is a sustainer and your faith is a keeper. And when you can, when you know that, you know, even when you're in a low place, he is still God. He is still there with you. And he has the power to be able to turn your situations around um, when you allow him to, when you acknowledge him, when you um, are able to admit that you need help and he's willing and able to help you and able to send people and provide situations that let you know that he hears you, let you know that he is there to um, encourage you and to remind you that he has heard your prayers, to remind you that he has called you to a greater work, to remind you that he is uh, a God who has given us talents and will provide us opportunities to allow those talents uh, to manifest themselves and in oftentimes allow for us to be fruitful with those talents. And so if you have not watched the movie or if you haven't felt like you've seen the movie by listening to this podcast, I encourage you to go and watch Respect um, and give me your thoughts. What did you think um, in terms of looking at it from a, if you are, uh, you know, a church girl, how do you relate? How do those things relate to you? Um, and let's start a dialogue. Um, I look forward to hearing your feedback and i hope that you tune in for the next episode this is your church girl Brittany signing out church girl real world see you next time